Yes, indeed. We are continuing onward with another hour of the Food Show. Nice to be here with you every uh, Saturday that we can. And this weekend, we're really lucky. We'll be on the air tomorrow again at noon and hope to hear from you then. One till three. Okay, well, it's a little different than what I thought. So, But thanks for telling me. We would love to hear from you about uh, whatever you've been eating, whatever you're thinking of eating, uh, how you're celebrating the holidays, uh, anything along those lines at all. And if you have any doubt about whether what you have to say is worth being said on the radio, uh, I accept. Don't worry about it. Just give me a call. That's all That's all there is to it. If you don't have much to say, that's okay, too. 260-1870 is our telephone number. Uh, a couple of calls ago, was a guy who called up and said that he uh, uh, was going to Galatoire's for their Revion menu. And I picked it up and I, I checked it out because just to make sure uh, that what I said was true, the Revion menu at Galatoire's, which is without question one of the most loved restaurants in our city, one of the mo- and the only one that has a dress code anymore. That's something I like. But anyway, they have a, a, a Revion menu. If you don't know what the Revion is, it's an annual event that uh, this year involves something like 60 to 70 restaurants, each of which comes up with a, a menu that is tuned in with the holidays. So there's a lot of dishes that really somehow fit into Christmas better than others, and uh, that's what the menus are. And the prices are very affordable. Now I'll tell you how affordable they are. This is Galatoire's now, not one of the easiest restaurants to get a table in, uses the best ingredients. Uh, many, many people have called it the best restaurant in New Orleans. And here they are with their Revion menu. I'm going to give you the whole thing. <clears throat> uh, it starts off with a shrimp remoulade with fennel and uh, celery root slaw. Or you can have fried oysters Rockefeller with garlic l'espalette. I don't know what that is. I'm going to have to find out. And aioli. Aioli is a, a mayonnaise that has some garlic and some herbs in it. That's your first course. Second course. Duck and andouille gumbo, shredded duck, sausage, and a rich duck stock. It's a really nice classic uh, chicken and andouille gumbo, or duck in this case. Uh, they, their gumbo has always been good. Uh, winter vegetable chopped salad with arugula, which to me is the best salad green of them all, and champagne vinaigrette. Now, here's where it gets interesting. The third course, they have a range of prices for the whole meal. Uh, between 40 and $55. You can get the $40 job by having the fried trout with crab Yvonne. This is uh, delicious. Crab meat, artichokes, mushrooms, and uh, kind of a buttery sauce. And Meunier sauce, that's what it is, kind of a, a brown butter. You get that? It, the whole meal costs you $40. Or you can get the seared duck breast with stone ground grits cakes, cherry duck sauce, and braised kale, and uh, that's $50. <clears throat> and then there's an in-between here, chicken bon femme. That's a classic old New Orleans dish. You hardly ever see it anymore. It's a uh, garlic, a butter. It's it's a delicious way. It's, it's, it's like fried chicken, except it's really different, uh, but uh, irresistible. Pickled peppers, bacon, caramelized onions, and cottage fries. That's $45. And then finally, the top end, grilled filet mignon with mushroom bordelaise and a crispy potato medallions, $55 for that. So that's for the whole dinner. Any of those numbers depends on which entree you choose. 
And that's a heck of a deal coming from the, a restaurant like Galator's. Anyway, they're st- ending it up. I didn't tell you what the desserts are. Sweet potato cheesecake with white chocolate shavings and caramel sauce. Bread pudding with a banana bra- uh, praline sauce or a muscadine sorbet uh, served with e- elderflower crema. That's interesting. Elderflower. Uh, they have another name for that. And it is indeed a flower. And it has this fruity, kind of hard to put your finger on, uh, kind of a a mellow, there's something fruit about it, but it's not, you know, you can't put your finger on it again, I tell you. But the, it's a delicious dish. So this is at Galatoire's. You could get uh, from anywhere from 40 to $55 for the whole dinner. This is what the Revion is all about. You find these terrific values, and you don't have to look too far for it. You go to their website, it's at uh what is this? It says, oh, that's a different, uh, maybe there's an easier address than the one I've been giving you. Anyway, it's uh, uh, FQ, um, I, I always get this goofed up. It's French Quarter Festival, Inc., and I want to just leave it alone. It's fqfi.org, and then you'll see something that says Creole Christmas at the top or thereabouts. And uh, click on that, and it'll take you to another page, also at the top of something that just says food and wine. You click on that, and then this whole list of all of the Revion menus with complete menus. Uh, they don't just give you an idea what it is. They tell you the exact menu and also the exact price. This is not to be missed. I've already been to five of them already, and I hope I can get to even more. It's a great value the restaurants are really putting themselves out because they're inventing these new dishes that kind of come in with the holidays. And uh, just go to that website I just gave you, and you can get all the information right there. And I hope you do. You may see me there. Our number is 260-1870. Our program today is sponsored by, let's see, I had it right over here a second ago. Here we go. <clears throat> Our program is sponsored by Perrin's Poor Boys. Paran's Poor Boys menu goes all over the place. Their roast beef is what they're famous for. There's no doubt about that. And it's always available there. But they do a wonderful muffaletta. And then they do something that is kind of in between a muffaletta and uh, just a regular Poor Boys sandwich. They serve it on on French bread. And uh, they, they, if you want, <clears throat> most of the time they get it with the muffaletta. And uh, all the other things that go into it, the quality of the meats they use is terrific. I know that because the ham comes from Chisasi, and you just don't get better than that. I can tell you that. I put my money where my mouth is. On uh, Christmas Day, I'm going to do my roast, uh, my uh, my uh, root beer glazed ham for the people, uh, mostly family, who will be with us. And I can't imagine trying to do that with anything but a Chisasi ham, but and, but that's what they use over at Perrin's. And the rest of their menu is that way, too. They buy first-class ingredients, and they make it uh, skillfully at any of their three locations. There's the original on uh, on uh, Veterans Highway, 3939 Veterans to be exact. They are out there on West Esplanade in Kenner, and they have their most recent new opening was on Britannia Street, Uptown, so they now have that presence too. Uh, all day long, they are they are straight through. You don't have to worry about getting there too early or too late. And they uh, 
are, do that every single day except on Sunday. They're closed completely on Sunday at Paran's Poor Boys. David joins us over here on the orange phone. David. Yes, David, sir, are you afternoon. there? Yes, I am. Good afternoon. Are you able to David, hear me? David, uh, turn your radio down. That's the point. It's not on at all. Oh, okay. Well, can you hear me now? Oh, I can hear you clearly. Um, just a quick question, and I guess a small, a, a, a real short comment. Um, you're, you, of course, you do your food show. You're a food guy. You're a foodie, and um, I am also. I, I love to eat and different, try different things. I'm in, I'm in a couple of food groups on like Instagram and um, Facebook. And what do you think about the evolution of certain dishes that are supposed staples to certain areas? Doesn't necessarily just Louisiana, but just in general, um, like gumbos and mm-hmm. your your sauce pecans and this and that. Yeah. I tell people I tell people all the time, food evolves. You know, because people yep. get into these heated arguments about whether or not you should put potato salad or or yeah. tomatoes and okra gumbo uh-huh. or this and that. And I tell people, I said, why do you all get so worked up? I said, the food we eat now isn't close to what it first started out as. It evolved into what we're eating now, mm-hmm. and it will, con- it will continue to evolve. What's your opinion on that? Well, there's no doubt about that. I also am absolutely positive of this. Wherever you go in the entire world, even if you go from one neighborhood to another right here in New Orleans, the best thing to do is to eat the food of the region, and uh, you will never go wrong with that. And, and it is, it's always going to get the best food that's available. But uh, there's no question about it. It's just like music, the kind of music that we were, we were listening uh, to back in the 40s, let's say, in the big band era. There is no question in any rational person's mind that the music of that time was better in quality than what's out there now. May, that could be because of my age. But I think that's also true of food. You know, uh, it just, it's always evolving. I, there's no question about that. And, it, and having written about this for 40 years, I can tell you, I look back in some of my books from back in the 70s and 80s, and it's amazing <laughs> what we were eating back then. Also, it's amazing about how many things that we eat now where we, we already had pretty much under control 40 years ago. So... It's an interesting thing to think about, yeah. Okay, just wanted um, an expert's opinion on this, you know. Uh, oh, expert Schmesper. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't care. I, I'm willing to eat. I'm willing to give it a try at least once. Sure. You know, and if I don't like it, fine. If I do, then hey, that's even better. So yeah. thank you, thank you for your comment. Enjoy yeah, the rest thank, of the day. Thank you very much for calling. This is the food show. We will return with more of it in a moment. But first, please, this. Welcome back. You are listening to the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and it's nice to be here with you on a Saturday and talking about the food scene around town. We've covered a lot of territory here today. Let's keep on going with that. Jesse joins us over here on the Orange Phone again. Jesse. Hello, Tom. How you doing today? Well, uh, it's kind of a nasty-looking day, although compared with rain and uh, cold, cold, cold temperatures, I can stand it, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just calling to let you know uh, my favorite dessert at Christmas time is something that my wife made probably 30 years ago, and it's called an eggnog cake. 
and it's just wonderful. Well, that sounds great. You know, about the closest thing I've had with that is that I've had an eggnog bread pudding, which when you think about it, is like a total. That's so close to the real recipe for it that you could almost say it is. But I imagine with a bread you would get, uh, for example, my daughter, who is a pretty good chef. She's a pretty good uh, uh, pastry chef. And she uh, she does this banana and and uh, acorn not acorns uh, 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 nut, nut what, what do you put with nutmeg no uh, uh, okay anyway she makes this banana cake and it's uh-huh. it's got the taste of bananas in the background you do this with te- with bananas that are overripe that's where you right. you put those. And it's, I, I imagine it's the same kind of uh, thing. You know, you don't really taste the bananas, but you do get this really nice flavor. But yeah. it sounds good. Did, and I mean, how does she make it? The eggnog, the eggnog cake is a real simple recipe. Yeah. You just take a cake mix, and instead yeah. of putting water, you put eggnog. Well, there you go. That sounds good to me. And then the middle and the top of the cake, yeah. you take cooked to serve uh, vanilla pudding, uh-huh. and you put in eggnog instead of milk. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you put that, that pudding on, in the middle and then on the top, and on the outside around it, you put heavy whipping cream after you've whipped it up. And I, yeah, I was about to ask, did you, do you beat it? Well, oh, that's, yeah, uh, you beat it that, up, that, really, that... and it is... It's almost decadent. <laughs> yeah, well, it sure sounds it, but it also sounds like it must uh, have a really good look on the table, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's, that, that it's sounds good. like an adventuresome, really, you know, very creative kind of a, a thing. Congratulations. Yeah, my wife did that, like I said, about 30 years ago. And she hang tried on to, to bring her. other... other. Yeah, that, hang on to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's tried to bring other to make other desserts at Christmas time, and the family won't let her. <laughs> oh, I, I you know I, I get the same thing with the ham, with the root beer glaze ham and my cheesecake. Everybody wants me to yeah. bring it every time I show up anywhere. So <laughs> anyway, well, thank you. Thanks for sharing that with us. All right, appreciate nice it. talking to you. It's the food show. So do I. Our program today is sponsored by the New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. The last time I was here, I told you about the hamburger part of it. I'm going to tell you about the seafood side. Now, they didn't start out doing seafood. They, they started out doing the hamburgers, and they were going to do this enough with enough simplicity that nobody would think it was some goofy kind of uh, taking hamburgers up and pushing them into a ridiculous stratosphere. No, and uh, it's also true of their seafood. If you go there, you get a fried seafood platter. Uh, or any one of the seafoods that they do, and you'll say, boy, these are really nice golden brown, have a really fresh taste to us. They're greaseless completely and and very well by any standard. And that's how I feel about it. But I know how they do do it. They never use too high a temperature on the oil, and it doesn't burn. Burned oil is a nasty taste. Also, they're constantly straining the oil to make sure there's no junk in there, you know, making it less than it could be. And if it gets to a certain point, they just ditch the whole batch, and then they start with nice, fresh oil. And this is why when you go over there and get some fried catfish or oysters or shrimp or whatever or the full platter, you're going to see a really nice platter of food. 
in a at a really uh, really inexpensive price. The same is true of their burgers. I'll tell you about those next time. The New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company has uh, restaurants all over the New Orleans area. Find one and enjoy. There's much to be had. Oh, good barbecue shrimp too, by the way. They make it into a sandwich. Scott, did you say Scott? Welcome to the food show. Well, thank you, sir. I have a thank you. very old joke. I'm sure you've heard. I haven't Let's heard hear. on your show in a long time. Is when is a cook the meanest? Wait a minute. Say it again. When is a cook the meanest? When is a cook the meanest? Well, uh, he's beating eggs or whipping cream. <laughs> okay. All right. I laugh. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. a, it's, a, it's a child. I remember when I was a kid. I'm sorry. I just. When you were talking about uh, whipping the cream, it's just name remember. That's all. Well, there you go. I mean, I know how you feel. Well, well thanks for sharing that with us. See you later. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and it's it's exactly one minute until CBS. Yeah. And then one minute after that. Well, uh, stay tuned. More of the food show is coming and we'd love to hear from you, really. Uh, 260-1870 is our telephone number. We've got a lot of time left, half hour. We'll fit all kind of stuff in there. So stay tuned. More of the Food Show follows uh, update from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Welcome back. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Lovely to be here with you every day talking about food and cooking and, and restaurants. This is on the Big 870 WWL. We are also broadcast on 105.3 FM HD 1, but also, but my regular show during the week from 3 to 7 on 105.3 FM HD 2. You have to fiddle with your radio a little bit to get that, but once you get it, hit that button that presets it for you, so you only have to push the button next time. I uh, promise you a good show every day over there. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, let's see. We have uh, Robin waiting for us, I think. Hey, Robin, you still there? Uh, Tom, I, during this incredibly busy time of year, I have a recommendation for a quick place and a uh, for a delicious breakfast, lunch, coffee, etc. It's called The Station on Bienville. Have you oh. been there? No, I haven't. Whereabouts is it on Bienville? It's um, on the corner of Bienville and, and North Alexander. It's between Carrollton and City Park Ave. Uh-huh. Um, cute little cottage with a purple roof. So if you go there, mm. you can't miss the – it's a purple roof. <laughs> can't miss it. But yeah. – um, it's a coffee shop with uh, mostly and a bakery, and the bakery mm-hmm. produces mostly um, savory items: sandwiches, quiche, um, mm. kolaches, uh, that sort of thing. It's it's uh, mm. chicken pot pies, for instance. But, oh, somebody uh, was calling us last week looking for chicken pot pie or any kind of pot pie, and uh, you hardly well, ever see it anywhere anymore. You don't, and they've changed. They change about probably every month. This month is uh, turkey cranberry pot pie. Mm-hmm. So um, you know they've had chicken curry pot pie, and then just the old fashioned. So um, anyway, I, they have wonderful uh, lunch size muffaladas. I think they're incredible. Oh, that's a good idea. Lunch size muffalata. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell me, tell me the name of this place again. It's called The Station. The Station. Yes. It was a, a gas station in the early years, oh. in, in the 30s. 
Ah. Yeah. So it's, so, it's on the corner of Alexander and uh, and Bienville. Uh, Bienville. Okay. Yes, it's a coffee shop and a bakery, but uh, it's uh, it's delightful to for the the, the savory items are just delightful. Yeah. I think. Forty-four hundred Bienville Street. I've just been told. Well, you know, uh, yes. Mid City. Mid City is the part of town that has the most really good neighborhood places. Uh, I think. Mm, I could agree. There's lots yeah. there. It's yeah, a great walking there. neighborhood, and and you can walk to lots of wonderful places. I know. I, you know, I yeah. wish I still lived where uh, there were two uh, places in that part of the city that I lived in. One of them. Uh, we were really literally run out by the fact that there were three murders on our block in one year. This was when our, when our kids were really babies. And my wife said, we ain't staying here. And we, <laughs> but before that, I, I had a, a, a house over on uh, Helena Street just off of City Park Avenue in Bienville. What a great location that is. All And, and everywhere in Mid-City, that's the story. It's incredibly convenient. Yeah. There's lots, lots of good eating. A lot of good, uh, a lot of good eating. Well, listen, thank yeah. you very much for sharing with us uh, that I didn't even know about it. So, well, you. you need to go there, Tom. Uh, you talked me into it, you silver tongue devil. We will come back. Uh, oh no, we'll talk to Charles. Charles, Charles, indeed. Uh, Charles, welcome. Oh, thank you. How are you, Tom? I'm swell. You? I'm, I'm swell too. Tom, okay. real quick, can you name maybe a half a dozen good? Steak place, a steak that I can get at a restaurant other than a steak place. Other than the steak, so places that are real good at steaks, but they're not steakhouses. Correct. I mean, because it seems like I always okay. pay a premium at their little steakhouse. I'm sure other places have steaks yeah. that are less expensive that are just you know, as good. That's an interesting question, and it's so interesting that I, I wrote an article on that exact theme about 20, 30 years ago uh, that places that did really good steaks. I'll give you two right off the top of my head. Galatoire's uh, and okay. Antoine's. Antoine's puts out good steaks. They always did. Um, there's a, a little What's place. That? What? Excuse me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Excuse me. And they have, uh, uh, but just about every restaurant in the city has steaks, whether no matter what else they do, except maybe the really intensive seafood joints. Uh, but a, a list of the best ones. That's a good question. I don't have an instant answer to it, and not very many. I just gave you two. But, uh, uh, Mr. John, well, that is a steakhouse. Mr. John. I'm just looking for something that's not fine something dining. Something that isn't a, oh, that's not fine dining. Okay. Well, that's, Correct. that's a different. Correct. Charlie's for sure. Also, the Crescent oh, yeah. City Steakhouse. Uh, they, steakhouse. They, not only is that a neighborhood place, but they uh, th- their prices are very affordable. And they buy USDA prime beef, and they dry age it in the house. So that one is, would be on the, that list. Uh, another oddity you might not know about, there's this place called Doris Metropolitan. It's in the French Quarter, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, about a block away from uh, Jackson Square. Uh, that steak is what they do, but it's nothing like you've seen anywhere else before. And now, you don't have to dress big, up to go there. It's what's the big difference between prime and choice? Uh, what's the difference between prime and choice? Prime is has more fat. The higher the grade, the more fat is in the meat, and that's how they do it. Uh, there's there's hmm. the very top is choice. I mean, the br- very top is prime, with okay. uh, right behind that is choice, and then uh, 
and that's I think is a misnomer. The next one is, um, if I can think of it. <laughs> uh, there's there's one more grade below that, and that's uh, but uh, prime and choice is what you ought to limit yourself to. Okay. Okay. A select. That's the other one. That's the third highest. Select. That ain't select in any way I can see. <laughs> right. Select it because everything Thank else is used up. There you Yeah. Well, thanks for calling. Nice hearing from you. Our program today is sponsored by The Grill. The Grill is uh, a longtime spinoff of uh, the Camellia Grill. The Camellia Grill, it's the same people uh, own The Grill opened up some months ago in a new shopping center on Veterans Highway just off of Causeway Boulevard, just before you get to Causeway as, as you're heading west. And you'll see it's a big new strip mall. As a matter of fact, it's much bigger than the strip mall, but lots of new stores in there. Uh, the restaurant itself is right next door to Trader Joe's. And uh, anyway, getting back to just simply the grill, you will find that they uh, they start you off uh, with a whole bunch of hamburgers. I think their hamburger is a contender for best hamburger in the city. There's nothing fancy about it. It's a nice, thick uh, um, uh, patty. They do it on a real hot, flat-top grill, and you can sit there at the counter and watch the, the chef bang away at it. I mean, it's really amazing to watch. But their menu goes off to include uh, their omelets. They're famous, very famous and very good. And daily specials. And uh, sandwiches of every imaginable kind. At very low prices in a very casual environment. And uh, if you don't want to sit at the counter to do this, because it's kind of a diner, they also have uh, tables that are available. And it's, it's comfortable enough. My wife even liked the design of the place, and she's pretty picky about those things. It's called simply The Grill. And, again, I tell you, it's on, um, on Veterans Highway right before you get to Causeway Boulevard. You'll see it. It's right next uh, to Trader Joe's. The Grill. We will be back with more of the Food Show in a moment after First Please This. You are listening to the Food Show on the Big 870 WWL and WWL 105.3 FM and also WWL.com. If you're one of those uh, increasingly rare people who are having trouble getting my weekday show from 3 to 5 on 105.3 FM HD 2, if you're having a problem with that, probably the easiest way to get to it is to Get your uh, open up your uh, smartphone and punch in www.com and you'll see a button that will take you directly into the into my program, the food show, in the rest of the week. Here, all you have to do is come on in and listen on the Big Eight Seventy WWL and call too, like Michael did. Michael, welcome to the food show. Michael, you there? So I'm here. Here you are. Come on in. Have a seat. Yes. Merry Christmas. To you, too. I would like to know what happened to the New Orleans hamburger and seafood in Manville. I asked them that question when I I was having meetings with them to do these commercials that I do for them. And I asked them uh, what happened because I was really getting to enjoy that place, and now it's gone. And they said we just didn't have enough volume running through there to keep it going, so they closed it. To me, like they were always busy. What seemed that way to me, too. And they said, well, the the bottom line didn't reflect that. So 
this is, uh, you know, we, it's it's capitalism. That's what we live in. So I don't, guess there's any, I don't guess there's any chance they're going to open Reopen another it. one here. I don't know. I wish they would, but uh, I haven't heard about that. Oh, well. Okay. Well, also, I want to say Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. See ya. Our program today is sponsored by, speaking of, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Uh, they uh, asked me some years ago, you know, honest to goodness, what would you do to make this a better hamburger than it already is? And I said, what I would do is go back there and turn up that grill uh, a few notches to put a little more heat on it, and you take these real nice thick burgers you've got. They're, By the way, they're not too thick. You know what? I, I can't stand hamburgers that are so big and so thick that you can't get your, your, your teeth around it, and you wind up having to eat it with a fork and knife. That's, you know, there's something wrong with that. But anyway, uh, theirs was just the right size, and I said, what you need to do is cook this hot on a hotter grill, and you'll get a little crusty quality on the outside, top and bottom, juicy in the middle, and it'll be wonderful. I don't know if they took my advice or not, but they did that, and their burgers these days are just scrumptious. The one that I would recommend to you particularly, they call it the Gourmet Burger. And I'll let their description explain it. But what I look forward in it is their unusual French fries drizzled with garlic butter. Ooh. Anyway, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, many locations around the area that just thrive. And there's that one in Mandeville that ain't there. But... But I hear they're building one in Slidell. Well, that's good to know. Okay, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, uh, all around the town otherwise. Keith is here. Keith, welcome. Hi. Uh, how are you doing, Tom? I'm doing great. Yeah, I had a question from somebody that had read one of these books, organic books. I, I don't know exactly where he got it. But he told me that cooking with olive oil is not good because olive oil separates. You're better off cooking with peanut butter peanut oil or uh, uh or um or peanut oil or any other oil because the olive oil separates it's meant to be used as as a salad dressing or you know it's meant not to be cooked because the cooking separates it well this is where this is where you I don't think that's true but let's assume that it is just for sake of argument I think if you did that uh you just don't use the the uh, extra virgin olive oil for that purpose. You don't cook with it. You do as what you said there. You, it's a garnish. It's a, it's a condiment, really. Uh, for regular cooking, you just use what they call 100% pure olive oil, and oh, you can okay. put that to higher temperatures. But I, uh, I don't. I'm not sure I buy what uh, what your friend said. I'm going to look it up. I, do, I wish I had time to do it now, but I don't. So, uh, but thanks for the thanks for the uh, information. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's the Food Show, and our program today is sponsored by Paran's Poor Boys. Your Paran is your god, uh, your godfather. Uh, I had a Paran. That's what I called him. He was my Paran. The nicest thing he could ever have done for me, and he he did it, was to let me tag along when he went to go drink some beer with his buddies, and they stuck me in the corner of Clarence and Lefties, which was the place. And Clarence and Lefties was famous as a, a great little neighborhood bar. But even more so because Mrs. Lefty, 
made this fantastically good roast beef poor boy. To this day, I've never had one better than that. And it got me so excited about it that not only did I start eating more roast beef poor boys all the time, but it got me started on this whole thinking about different kinds of food and how some of them are better tasting than others. In other words, he uh, started a career for me in a, in a roundabout way. Uh, and when I see that word attached to Perrin's poor boys, I say to myself, this is a place that has lived through on that. They still put out a great poor boy. And not only that, but a menu that goes on two pages with all kinds of things in there. Lots of, not a, a million poor boys, but uh, so many different other dishes. Lots of Italian food, seafood platters, the entire range of it. Even pizzas. They do their own pizzas in-house. All of this is at Perrin's Poor Boys. In Metairie, it's at 3939 Veterans Highway, but there are other locations, too. The one, newest one is on Britannia Street, Uptown. All of them are open all day long, straight through, a, except on Sunday. They're closed on Sunday. Perrin's Poor Boys. We'll be back with more of the food show in a moment, but first, if you will, this. Oh, we're close to the end here, but we have enough time to talk with, uh, let's see, Dan. Dan, welcome to the food show. Thank you, Tom. Are we going to sing Christmas songs this year on your show? Oh, yeah, sure. We, uh, we'll we do it on uh, Friday. This coming Friday, this, we'll this do This coming that. Friday, yeah. Okay. What, what are you going to sing? Hours? Oh, we'll probably do it the whole show that's how the way it usually goes okay i'll be yeah. singing for you then good i, I can't wait oh, that's something we've been doing on my show for a long long time we will be back well let's see we're we're still here uh our show is sponsored by andreas and the long story that i can make short about him at this moment is that he has christmas and christmas eve and new year's eve and new year's day all crashing in on him but he is ready he has private dining rooms he has special menus. All of this is affordable. He is open for all those holidays. He does have reservations available, although I would not dream of going there without a reservation. And if it sounds good enough, make that reservation today. He'll take a very good care of you. Uh, it's a busy place in any restaurant on uh, the, the holidays, the major holidays here. But Chef Andrea will take care of it for you. It's right across Causeway Boulevard from Lakeside Mall. Their telephone number is 834-8583 at Andrea's. Well, that was an enjoyable show. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 in the afternoon, and we'll do another one. 105.3 FM and WWL Radio New Orleans, 105.3 FM, HD1, Kenner, New Orleans, where the news is next from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.